You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show, the segment here of the Husker Online Show, brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill with locations in Omaha and Lincoln. Get on into Tanner's, watch all the action this weekend as you'll have Husker basketball going on and many other uh, college basketball games. Uh, but wanted to take some time here as, as we move forward in the show. Uh, I teased it here before the break. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit more about Sean Snyder. I mean, this is a relatively unknown guy to a lot of Nebraskans because, um, you know, he, he just kind of stayed under the radar, even though he's Bill Snyder's son. But it, it looks like he will be coming to Nebraska, possibly in some capacity, uh, to handle special teams. And uh, Matt Hall, a colleague of ours here at Rivals.com, um, has known Sean Snyder for many years. And I just kind of wanted to get some insight from Matt on uh, maybe what Sean Snyder could bring as a special teams mind and uh, kind of the lay of the land um, with him right now in Manhattan. Matt, thanks for joining us here. Hey, absolutely. I appreciate you having me on. And just to help your sponsor for a second, as soon as I heard you say Tanner's, there's a Tanner's in Manhattan, too. So then I started doing some research to see if it looked like the same logo, and it is. So I doubt you have a lot of listeners in Manhattan, but um, there's a Tanner's here, too. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting thing to hear about, you know, Sean Snyder potentially doing this, and, and I think it's going to happen if, of course, it isn't out there already. Um, as you referenced, I mean, I, I've been able to do this job a couple of different times. I worked, you know, as the manager, well, the editor of the site on Rivals back when I was younger in the early 2000s, and again now was able to interact with, you know, Coach Sean Snyder both times. And what you said is accurate. I think he is he is quite a mystery to a lot of people, despite his, you know, tie to Bill Snyder. Um, the things I'll start with, then we can start just talking back and forth, is that's unique about Sean Snyder. Is he was at K-State longer than Bill Snyder was. He came to K-State from Iowa the same time Bill Snyder did. He transferred as a punter, was a consensus first-team All-American. Then when Bill Snyder, you know, retired for a few years and Ron Prince was running the program, Sean Snyder was still in place, I believe, as a director of football operations. So he never left K-State from when he came on, and he's a synonymous with K-State, even though his name's not as big, of course, as Bill Snyder is, just probably anybody in the last 30 or so years. Yeah, why do you think he wants to do this then? I mean, does, does he – first of all, does he – have the opportunity to stay at Kansas State as long as he want, or is it kind of mutual on both sides that, you know what, maybe it's time to, to, to kind of go your own way, Sean, and we're going to go our own way? That's, it's tricky, you know. I think uh, black and white, just saying it simply, I think he could stay at K-State forever. He has, a, I think, a pretty um, safe-worded contract to where he has, you know, a job at the university for as long as he would like. He's, he's, I think, paid pretty well, depending on what your opinion on that is. I think he's paid pretty well. Um, but I think it's what you said, too. I think ultimately it's probably best for both. I think Sean Snyder and the new K-State staff, you know, Chris Kleiman, et cetera, I think actually got along pretty well. I think they valued him. I think he was impressed by them. I know he was. He's told me that off the record and that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I don't think he ever truly felt like he was as part of it as he was in the past, and he probably wasn't in the past. You know, he was the special teams coordinator and his father, Bill Snyder, gave him significantly more responsible than just being a special teams coordinator. A lot of people, including Bill Snyder, would talk about Sean Snyder really running the program the last four or five years Snyder was in Manhattan. So he went from that to a non-coaching, you know, can't be on the field, not with players, more or less analyst, you know, role. It's even that. I don't know if that's even a fair term to give it. Um, so he, he felt uh, like he wasn't as much part of it. And when you have programs, you know, like Nebraska, Texas, USC, et cetera, you know, I think, you know, practically reaching out to you, about employment, it's probably silly not to look. And I think it's just become a situation where it's probably 
ideal for for most parties for him to be somewhere else. But he could have stayed at K State um, for sure. I don't think he's. I, I know for a fact he's not being forced out or anything like that. We're talking to Matt Hall here. He's the editor of Kansas State Online, our rivals.com Kansas State side and. Uh, Matt, w- w- when you look at maybe his duties, do you, did you get a sense that he really had much dog in the fight this past season uh, with Coach Kleiman? I mean, was he involved in special teams at all this past season for Kansas State? He was. Um, I believe Stanton Weber uh, was officially running the special teams, but Sean Snyder did have a lot of involvement with it. I know you know, he couldn't do on-the-field coaching by his role, that kind of stuff, but I know he remained very involved with the kickers and punters who both played really well for K-State this year. I mean, both Devin Ankle and, and Blake Lynch uh, had all-conference type of seasons and were very good for K-State. Uh, the return game, he has always been very involved in, but I think that's where the disagreement comes amongst K-State fans is he's really responsible for the return game, et cetera. Um, he may not. And I think I think the easiest way to say I think he's always been responsible for putting the game plan for making adjustments on game day. I don't know how much he coached the X's and O's beyond installing the game plan of the return unit. You know, this year probably not much at all. But he was involved this year. So you look at the K-State special teams, and he, he at least had an impact building that unit over the years he's done it. K-State returned kickoffs for a touchdown, I think, in three of the last four games they played. Like I said, uh, Lynch and Ankle, punter and kicker, were very, very good. So it was a very good K-State special teams unit. No, he wasn't the coordinator of it, um, but he was absolutely involved in it, and he had been the coordinator of it for, I don't even want to guess, but, you know, the 10 years leading up to it. So I think he certainly had a hand in K-State special team success this year. If this plays out like we think, how strange will it be to see Sean Snyder wearing a Nebraska shirt yeah. And then possibly having Bill Snyder maybe coming up to Lincoln, sitting in Tom Osborne's box with him watching Nebraska games. I'm guessing Bill's not going to wear a Nebraska shirt. Yeah. But uh, would that be strange to a lot of K-State folks to see that? Yeah, yeah, it really would be. I think in some ways outside of Kansas, which would be significantly worse you know, for a K-State fan. So the one and two in this thing, are, there's a huge gap. But Nebraska might be the next weirdest. You know, I mean, you remember just as well as I do, uh, you know, back in the mid to late 90s when Nebraska was by far the most dominant program in the country and K-State was trying to battle them, you know, how much uh, bad blood there was between the two. I remember things that, like, you know, Bill Steiner not allowing red trash cans, you know, or any red in, you know, in the parking lot or that kind of stuff, even when they weren't playing Nebraska because he saw them as the school they were trying to compete with and beat, and Sean Snyder was, of course, part of that. So with that memory and all the, you know, the battles those two programs had in that time frame, it would seem weird. And when I see it, if I see it, I'll be a little bit taken back by it. But then in some ways, in this from a K-State fan perspective, if he's going to be somewhere else, why not there? You know, why not, you know, with a program that, of course, Scott Frost program, but with Tom Osborne still involved and, and, and that kind of stuff. If he's not going to be at K-State and he doesn't have a position at K-State, I mean, Nebraska is as fitting as anywhere, and that's a program perhaps he can now have an influence on um, that he used to compete against for so long. And you mentioned the word battle, Matt. You were, um, you guys were a part of a pretty big battle on the basketball court this week in, huh. in Lawrence uh, with the Jayhawks. Um, you know, the the post game melee yeah. that broke out. I mean, what's just the 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 feel right now in the state of Kansas? I mean, all eyes in the on the country are are you know looking at this situation, weighing in on their opinions on on what right. night. I mean, what's your early kind of feel on where that's headed? It is all just stunning to see. Like I didn't go last night. I sent two other staff members to Lawrence. Uh, we got two credentials, and I had two other people go, and I feel really, really dumb for not going. Um, so I just watched it on TV like everybody else. I've just been talking to people you know, uh, on the phone ever since then. I mean, it's what you kind of expect. I would say for the most part, K-State fans blame KU. For the most part, KU fans, fans blame K-State. Uh, but I think where that changes and goes beyond is Sylvia DeSosa you know, grabbed a stool. 
Um, of course, you know, and everybody listening to this knows, and was going to attack a K-State player with it until a Kansas assistant, I believe Jarrett Howard, took it from him. And at that same time, two KU starters, you know, Marcus, Gell- Marcus Garrett um, and David McCormick, you know, can be seen attempting to stomp a downed K-State player on the ground at that point. K-State was not free of blame. Antonio Gordon, I saw, put a really good two-handed shove into Silvio de Sosa. I think before DeSosa had thrown a punch, James Love threw punches after Sylvia DeSosa, David McCormick have. Dejuan Gordon stole the ball, which, you know, may have, I don't think, inside of this whole thing, but I understand the reasoning and say it does. So, long story short, I mean, both sides think the other side is wrong, but I think the national perception, and at least mine, is yes, both sides are wrong. But Kansas did some uniquely uh, odd things in this, most specifically having a player grab a weapon and attempt to use it in this fight, which certainly changed it to a different level than we're typically typically seeing. Now, the guy in the street clothes, I mean, people don't know who right. that was. That That's a K-State player that that jumped in yeah. in the street clothes as well, right? Na- name is name is James Love. Uh, he is an injured seven-foot junior on this team. Uh, he was certainly, I mean, I, I'm almost afraid to talk because by the time this goes out, things could have changed. But he will certainly see some pretty severe punishment. I will say on his defense, if you go back and watch videos, uh, he did not throw punches until he physically saw Silvio de Sosa punch David Sloan in the face. Um, he was right by it when it happened, and then he started throwing punches. So it was an injured player who left the bench. He will, you know, be penalized for that because, you know, by the NCAA rule, any any player who leaves the bench to participate in a fight, you know, will face the suspension. So I expect that he will. Um, but man, it, yeah, he it was just a lot of guys, you know, going crazy all at the same time. And so many different videos of it out there. And it was just a fascinating, sad thing. Um, I hope programs, both programs, you know, dish out the right penalties and move forward. And I expect they will. I thought both coaches, at least in the media, you know, Bill Self and Bruce Weber handled it relatively well last night. Well, fun times. I'm sure we'll all be following you guys closely and yeah. uh, what, what, what comes out of all of that here in the coming days, coming weeks. Matt, hey, we, we appreciate the time and uh, look forward to seeing you here down the road. Of course, absolutely. And enjoy, you know, if Sean Fatter's there, enjoy watching it. He'll do great work with those units, particularly the kickers and the punters, and I certainly would wish him all the best if that's where he ends up. All right, much more to come. We're going to bring Robin Washett back in, and we'll talk about Nebraska's loss to Wisconsin here on Wednesday night. That's next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.